Welcome to Curl Up and Clue In, a cozy mystery podcast hosted by two booktubers turned best friends. I'm Courtney. And I'm Spencer. Join us every episode as we dive into the enchanting world of cozy mysteries and find the cozy in everyday life. Hey, Cord, how's it going? Hi, good. <laughs> How are you? I'm doing well. I feel like every time we talk, I am uh, thinking about caffeine and whether or not I've either had too much or too little, and I find myself in that same predicament. <laughs> Should I have yes. another cup of coffee? Age old question. <laughs> yeah, since having the flu, coffee tastes gross to oh, me. Oh, no. Devastating. I know. So- I haven't had coffee in like two weeks and it's it's killing me inside. Like my coffee maker, every time I walk by it is like, don't you love me anymore? <laughs> A self-imposed <laughs> detox. Well, think of it this way. At least when you finally have some and you like it, that first cup is not only going to taste really good, but it's going to hit like the very first time and it'll oh, just yes. be love all over again. Yes, I just, I can't wait. I can't wait because I love water, but I would like to drink something other than water. Yes, hot bean water. <laughs> yes, hot bean water. Exactly. Perfect. <laughs> okay, so, so Jinx, you go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was just going to say, what are you currently reading? What's going on in life? Oh, my goodness. So I feel like those are two different questions because <laughs> um, not much is going on in life, but also sadly, or you know what? Not sadly, not much is actually going on with reading either. Um, mm. I am not reading currently. I'm hesitant. The reason I pause is because I'm like, I don't want to say that I'm in a book slump. Uh, because that implies a whole mess of stuff, and I'm trying not to walk into that Pandora's box, spider web, whatever you want to call it. But I actually haven't really been reading anything. I've been doing a lot of other kind of hobbies, coincidentally, like um, crocheting. I have been playing Ooh. my Nintendo Switch. Um, we've started a couple of fun new TV shows. Side note, um, I highly suggest... Um, the Mr. and Mrs. Smith TV reboot. It's really interesting so far and not at all like the movie, which to be honest, I didn't love, but the TV show, totally different direction. So that's kind of what I've been up to. So tell me what you are reading or what you've been up to. Um, well, since the last time we talked, I have, uh, signed an, a contract with a publisher for... Death on Deck. Cute so, Yes, I just turned in my uh, first uh, edit from my editor. I turned it in on Friday. And so she's going to be reading it and sending it to some um, other readers in the company to see if there's anything that's like hiccuped and or anything like that. And I mean, the ball's just sort of like rolling. And oh I'm my like, gosh. Ah. That's so exciting. I'm super excited. And I know that we had talked about um, possibly doing an episode in the future all about author life. And, you know, we might have to bump up that episode sooner rather than later so we can share with everybody everything that uh, goes on behind the scenes. Yeah, there's so much that like I didn't even know. I mean, Ellie's class prepared me for things, Mm -hmm. but like being in the thick of it yourself there's so many things that's super exciting i'm so happy for you i mean obviously we've already talked about it but uh sharing it online and on our podcast it makes it even more real (laughs) it does i'm just like oh oh my gosh i hope people actually like it they're gonna love it (laughs) i know they are (laughs) so speaking of um uh my 
my feisty senior sleuths. Mm-hmm. Our episode today. Let's is... be honest. It's our most anticipated episode since we started even thinking about doing this podcast. It's all yes. about senior sleuths. Oh, I'm so excited. I'm so excited. <laughs> okay, well then tell everybody why you're so excited. Give us a little rundown of what they can expect and why we essentially chose to do an entire episode dedicated to senior sleuths. Okay, so like in the majority of the population, uh, cozies are <laughs> normally known as something your grandma reads or like mm-hmm. your great aunt Betty reads. Um, but you know what? It's It's for a damn good reason. Like... Agatha Christie wrote our very first senior sleuth with Miss Marple. Mm-hmm. And we love her for that. And that, like, that's just where, like, I feel like the ball started rolling for senior sleuths. Like, your life doesn't end after you hit 30. Mm-hmm. Like, you are still as much of a badass. You are still as much as of a, a leader. And um, I love that as the sleuths slowly get to um, – older in their age they care less about mm-hmm. what other people think agree and it's it's that feisty it's that feistiness that i just that that that, that just does it for me yeah, I totally agree. And I think you hit the nail on the head. There seems to be a completely different mindset. I mean, you know, as there should be just with personality types in general. But when it comes to older sleuths, obviously, they have been around longer, they've experienced more. And so that ability to care what other people think, it's fl- it's out of the window, <laughs> mm-hmm, <laughs> which makes mm-hmm. it that much more interesting. And the approach that they take, the way that they you know, tackle projects or um, try to solve crimes is is different than somebody, you know, maybe 30, 20 years their junior might. Mm-hmm. And so that's one of many reasons, obviously, why we wanted to talk about this subject. And we're each going to kind of give you all, I mean, granted, let's be honest, this episode could easily be four hours long. But for the 100%. sake of time, yes. we are going to just share two senior sleuths each um Mm -hmm. some recommendations for you all to kind of encapsulate the essence of what senior sleuths are like and so that way hopefully we can either have you walk away with some recommendations or kind of bring you to the dark side as to why we love them so much so that way if you come across a cozy series that does feature someone i'm i'm gonna i'm not even gonna say over 30 because that's definitely not senior, <laughs> but like, mm-mm, you know, all over the age of 50, then you will be tempted to pick them up. So Court, let's, um, let's have you go ahead and kick it off with your first pick. Okay, so my first pick is uh, an indie author, um, and it's an indie series, and it's called That Old Witch, and it is the Coffee Coven's Cozy Capers, Ooh. and... Guys, I binged read. There's four in the series. I binged read this series. So here's the setup. Seniors Phyllis Habernacle and Char Bailey are witches with a problem. Dealing with the recent loss of one of their oldest and dearest college friends, the women discover the dearly departed has bequeathed her estate to them. Unfortunately, she didn't leave it only to them. She also left it to two older witches. 
Decades ago, the five women had been inseparable while together attending the Paranormal Institute for Witches, high in the beautiful Appalachian Mountains in cozy Aspen Falls, Pennsylvania. But thanks to a betrayal no one saw coming, they've been feuding ever since. And, mm. like, if you just... I will put the cover in Please one of do. our stories. Yes. Because, like, if you go and look at this cover, it is cartoony. These older ladies are, like, with um, – they're, like, with walkers. Their hair is just <laughs> – it's just the quintessential, like, grandma kind of look. And it's just so freaking funny. Like, one of the – one of the um, – four has to bring her mother along oh my with goodness them. like golden and girls <laughs> yes oh my like it is it's so freaking funny and like since we were preparing for this episode i just wanted to go back and reread this series all over again it sounds so interesting i mean needless to say up my alley all of these are obviously but um you mentioned that it was funny so is it safe to assume this is a humorous cozy series yes very very humorous hilarious it has a magic going awry because they're so old that like they're starting to like <laughs> I lose love that. like they're yeah no it is it's so freaking funny i i loved it so much so what about you what is your first uh your first series so this is going to be of no surprise to you and I wasn't even shoehorning it in. I feel like this is the episode for me to actually <laughs> talk about my love for it. But I wouldn't be who I was if I didn't kick it off by spotlighting my beloved Murder, She Wrote and Jessica Fletcher. Yeah, Obviously. So obviously. My pick, right, exactly. So my pick is actually for the series, not an individual book, because there are just so many. But um, for those of you who aren't aware of my love for the show or even the series in general the murder she wrote books are obviously famously known as originally being a mystery tv show um but the novels became serialized starting in the 90s i believe the early 90s and as of now there are over 50 books in the series um and each of them are completely different than the TV show. So it's not as if you're getting just the TV show, but in book mm -hmm. format. These are completely different cases. Same characters, of course, but completely different. So it's almost like a continuation. And because it has been out for so long, uh, the series spans different authors, which I think is cool because if you kind of get into, I guess you can call the fandom, you will have people who have like their preference of authors. So like mm -hmm. Donald Bain, I would say, is the most popular author who has written the most of them. And then I believe he started co-writing it with his wife and then he passed away and it's thus now become other authors, of course. But the reason mm -hmm. I bring that up is because when you look it up, either in the library or the bookstore, it'll actually say, you know, the title of the book by Jessica Fletcher and the actual author yeah which i think is so funny and every so time good. i go to look for them i always look it up under f for fletcher which just adds some kind of charm to them so um 
Anyway, because they are very mystery of the week, you can pick up any book in the series that you want, you know, based off of whatever you think is interesting or whatever location you want to go off of. Because like many cozy mysteries, many of these will take place in a different location. So like Hawaii or Las Vegas or obviously Cabot Cove, which is where she's originally from and the original small town with all of our lovely cast of characters. And as for, I'd say my favorite. I've got a handful, but I will say the favorite that comes to mind that I would recommend or that I recommend every time people ask me like, oh, what's your favorite? It is called Murder on the QE2. And QE2 stands for Queen Elizabeth II, which um, it's a cruise ship, basically. It's a fictitious cruise ship that's kind of mirrored after the Titanic. And the reason I love this one so much is basically because it features like a bunch of my favorite things. Number one, I love cozies that take place on cruise ships. Death on deck. (laughs) (laughs) And um, one of my favorite tropes is the locked room mystery Mm -hmm. where essentially, you know, there's a limited cast and no outsiders could have been the one who committed the crime. And yeah, all of that comes together with our girl Jessica Fletcher trying to solve the murder while obviously enjoying her cruise. So You know, it's always going to boil down to Murder, She Wrote, and Miss Jessica Fletcher, no matter what. And she's definitely one of my favorite senior sleuths. (laughs) I agree. I I wholeheartedly agree. When we were were doing this, I was like, just so you know, I'm leaving Miss Fletcher to you (laughs) if you would like to bring her to the show. So generous. So generous. She had to come to the show no matter what. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I was like, it it, it has to be. It has to be. (laughs) Okay, so for my second one, um, the series I'm bringing is the Paradell Cafe Mystery series by um, Agatha Frost. The first book in the series is called Pancake and Corpses. Now, the main character isn't the senior sleuth, but her oh. gran, her granddaughter, is her sidekick Aww. in almost all of the mysteries. So... Here's the setup. Soon to be divorced, Julia South never expected to be caught up in solving a murder until she discovered the body of her cafe's most awkward customer. With a new smug detective inspector in town who underestimates her every move, Julia makes it her mission to discover the real murderer before her village friends are dragged into the frame and more bodies are discovered. Like, I continued to read this but like there are there are 30 in this book right now we love long series yeah yeah i did i have read the first 20 wow i'm 10 behind um but i continued to read it for the sassafras that is (laughs) grand dot is like she is she's been married um multiple times and then like she just has this air of um oh honey you're not good like why would you do that this is just (laughs) silly and like knowing all of the village gossip and just she's in everybody's business and i i love her for it it's fantastic oh my goodness i have never heard of this series but definitely going to be adding it to my tbr because one I love long series, and also Dot sounds like a hoot and a half, which we love to see it. 
Yes, and they are – she's also another indie author, and so they're shorter. So oh, awesome. they're only they're, – like, normal cozies are between, like, 65 and 85,000 words, mm-hmm. and her books are about 35,000. Oh, great. So that's usually about, like, uh, under 100 – like, around 150 pages, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Very so bingeable. <laughs> yes, mm-hmm. quick and bingeable. We love it. <laughs> Okay, so my next pick is going to be Mexico, Margaritas, and Murder. It is the first book in the Sally and Pearl Adventure Club mystery series. And get this, it is marketed as Thelma and Louise meets Golden Girls, which that was honestly... Exactly. That was exactly why uh, we picked it for our summer book club pick for my Teacups and Murder book club. And it, I'd have to say, it was a really fun romp with some surprising character depth because I knew going into it, it was going to be a lot of hijinks. Obviously, the women are older, but we got a lot more than that, which really shot it to the top or with the higher star rating. So mm-hmm. um, this particular series, and again, kicking off with the first book, it stars best friends Sally and Pearl, who take a trip to Mexico following the death of um sally's husband and what ensues is hijinks and hilarity as the two get mixed up in solving a murder at a resort where they're staying and again what makes this a standout is the character depth so i was really moved by both sally and pearl's complex background um even though sally is a widow which you have the book start off with her already being a widow. It's kind of following the heels of the funeral. Um, and so you get to see a lot of Sally's character through how she is dealing with that, as well mm-hmm. as her recollection to how her marriage was, which I was really surprised about because I would think, you know, if someone is a widow, they're looking back on their marriage to somebody for you know, 40 years fondly. And that wasn't necessarily the case. There was imperfections, let's just say, which I feel is very realistic to a marriage. And yeah. so you got that insight. Of course, there's loads of humor. But um, speaking of humor, Pearl, her ride or die best friend, <laughs> she's kind of the funny man to Sally's straight man shtick. And so she's very brashy and loud. And, you know, just think like, the the ladies you would see at the slots not caring and well I guess in this case it would be bingo because they are bingo partners but um you know Pearl also had some complexities going on and so even though she's outgoing and sassy she ends up opening up later on in the book to really reveal why she acts the way that she does and how it shaped her to be who she is today. And um, both women clearly have lived through things. But then what's important is that they discover on this trip that it doesn't mean that they are too old to explore new adventures in life. And again, this takes place during the summer in Mexico. And when I tell you it was so funny just watching the two of these ladies get into so much trouble, both on purpose, but then not on purpose. And at some point, I believe there's even a scene like inferring swingers. I won't go too far into oh, that's it, but hilarious. Exactly. Exactly. Oh <laughs> I my just goodness. loved and it so much. And one of the things that I do really, really love, and this happens in most senior sleuths that I do read, mm-hmm. is that depth of character. Right. You can go 
way more into depth and show the layers of someone in their life when they're older. Yes. Like, it's a lot harder to write that much character depth in a younger amateur sleuth. A hundred percent agree. Like, it's a, it's harder for me to believe that a 20-year-old something has got a whole bunch of depth within her. Not that she probably doesn't, mm-hmm. but it 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 sort of um i i have to suspend my disbelief mm-hmm. cuz i mm-hmm. remember when i was 20 like <laughs> like a lot of things were superficial like you know those kinds of things and so i love i love the fact that you get almost the characters wholeheartedly as they are with the scars and also with with the humor and them just being who they are meant to be. You know what? You're absolutely correct. And I'm just thinking about cozies that I've read featuring both older and younger sleuths. And the older ones bring to the table their rich history and the things that they've lived through. Whereas, mm-hmm. and again, this is not for every cozy, but this is just kind of a generalized observation. But the younger ones tend to be more like, okay, I'm kind of following with you, picking up now as you progress through the series. So that's mm-hmm. how, I, how I come to learn about you because I'm with you following along on your adventures. Whereas yeah, your growth ones, journey. Exactly, exactly. Whereas, of course, you get that with the older sleuths too. But like you said, you get a lot of that rich backstory up front, which definitely makes you want to stick alongside them, buckle up for the ride, so to speak, because you're invested just based off of what they're bringing to the table. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I just, there's just something about senior sleuths that will always be so close to my heart and like you can take them out of my cold dead hands. (laughs) (laughs) No, I completely agree. Absolutely. And, um, you know, it's funny because I end up, my love for them goes beyond just books as well. Um, so you give me a TV show or a movie that features an older character, um, whether it's the main one or the side one, but Honestly, mm-hmm. let's talk about the side one, because if they're a side character, they end up starring the show just because of oh, those yeah. zingy one-liners that just mm-hmm. hit hard at the perfect time. And it just, it's the cherry on top, honestly. Like, I re-fell in love with senior, like, characters when I binge-watched this past summer, uh, Grace and Frankie. Oh, my God. Yes. That show, <laughs> I want to be Frankie so much. I just, like, I want to embody her wardrobe. Oh, I her want wardrobe to embody so just, like, like, just, like, her, her honesty and mm-hmm. just, like, ugh. But there's something to be said about the the gracefulness of grace. That's true. That's very true. I just thinking back on that show, and it it's such a perfect mix of humor and heartbreak because mm-hmm. one beat I am laughing my ass off, and then the next mm-hmm. I am sobbing. Like I yes, remember absolute sobbing <laughs> watching it um, after my husband's gone to sleep, and so I'm watching it in the dark, and I'm like. <laughs> 
silently weeping <laughs> because mm-hmm. I'm trying not to wake him up. But it's just so good. But again, that depth is so much more believable. Just be- I mean, obviously, the the women who play them are fantastic actors. But uh, amazing. Um, just in general, because they are so good, you believe that those characters exist. And those characters have gone through so much. And mm-hmm. it makes it that much more impactful when something happens to them. Yeah, totally agree. Totally agree. I need to pick it I back up. It. I didn't. I'm not caught up by any means. I'm pretty sure I'm still in the first season. Uh, but yeah, no, it's so good. So good. <laughs> so good. My nanny absolutely loved that series. Absolutely loves that series, right? And so I told her I was starting it, and she would text me, and she'd go, "So where are you at?" <laughs> And then, so I'd like pause what I was doing, and then I'd call her, or I, or like uh-huh. an episode that was overly emotional, I'd call her crying, and of she's course. like, "Baby, it's okay, <laughs> right? Precious, it's okay." <laughs> you have to remind yourself that they're not real, but honestly, yes. having her comfort you only just makes it worse, and yet somehow better because yes. you get more exactly. emotional. <laughs> Mhm. Mhm. Yeah, cuz I'm like, "Nani, right. you're the, you're you're older than them. What am I going to do?" <laughs> exactly. Like, uh, so uh, bittersweet. So so bittersweet. So bittersweet. Yeah. Agreed. Agreed. All right. So that is going to be it for this episode for the Senior Sleuths. Um when we post on our Instagram, I'd love to know what other senior sleuths do you absolutely love that you Ooh, think yes. should, yes, be put in our uh, our never-ending TBRs? Because you can bet your butt I'm going to uh, put them higher up on my list the moment that I know that they are senior sleuths. I mean, yeah. Yeah, I they they're almost an auto buy at this point, so mm-hmm. we recommend with open arms that you leave your suggestions for us when we post to our Instagram, which will uh, most likely be in an Instagram story. But mm-hmm. um, regardless, be sure you're following us over on the gram so you can see when we do drop that post. And as for our next episode, we will leave you with a little bit of a teaser. We're going to be talking about cozy misconceptions, which Mm -hmm. is exactly what it sounds like. It's the misconception folks have, whether it's you, whether it's others surrounding the cozy mystery genre. So speaking of our stories and Instagram, we are going to um, put up a little kind of feedback box so that way you guys can drop your cozy misconceptions that you either have or that you have heard so that um, maybe they will make the cut as to one of our talking points for the next episode when we chat all about notable misconceptions in cozies. Okay, friends, that'll do for today's episode. We hope you consider sticking around for future episodes where we'll chat about all things bookish and cozy. Make sure to subscribe so you know when our next episode drops. Until then, you can follow us online at Cortagonist and Intentionally Bookish on Instagram and YouTube and Curl Up and Clue In on Instagram. Stay cozy, everyone. Bye. Bye. Bye.